Spanning the globe to bring joy to one and all. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Writing the wrong. That's what I'm talking about. Your yeah. daily dose of no positive clue. nuggets. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't even feel my arms. A show for the faint of heart. It's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. Spreading sprinkles of knowledge as far as the eye can see. You is talking loco, and I like it. Jay Daniels. Well, there's nothing like experimenting. Kevin James. My life is good. Really good. Producer Slim. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show, Jay and Kevin. Hello, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend Jay Daniels, broadcasting a live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington, 99201, live from Studio C, second floor, Digital World Broadcast Center of the KXOI building. It is a Thursday. It is Earth Day. It's April 22nd, 2021. Welcome, guys. How are you? Oh, Earth Day. Yes, sir. Take care of it. It'll take care of you, Kevin. Is that the the motto for Earth Day? I don't think it is. I think I just made that it up. It should be, though. Makes sense, right? I don't know. Kevin, what's the motto you? <laughs> I mean, why not? It's early. We got to work in. We got to ease into this thing today. Also, sure. I think I used that about sure. 500,000 times on my kids. So why not? What the heck? Pick up a piece of trash today, Kevin. Why don't you oh. go out and walk and pick up some trash, will you? Okay. Uh, Jay and I Kevin, let's let's kick off Earth Day the way you're supposed to. Boys, Uh-oh. I'd like to know at 6.04 mm-hmm. on a Thursday morning, what is your favorite part of the Earth? Uh, Probably the uh, beach. Oh, the beach? Yeah. The core. Yeah. <laughs> Big magma guy, are you? Yeah, he loves Yeah, I feel like without it. Ooh, things wouldn't do good. You love the earth right down to its core? Kind of a crust guy yes. myself. Oh, the crust is good. Sometimes I cut it off, though, and make it a better one. Okay, Jay Daniels, beach. You say beach. Mm. Are you talking Oregon Coast Beach, where it's not so hot that you're going to guarantee yourself a sunburn? Are you talking the rocky mm. beach of the cool Pacific Northwest or maybe New England? Or are you talking about that good old-fashioned sandy hot beach from, a, from the island life. I'm talking the one where you take the first five steps, and you're like, oh, nice warm sand, and then all of a sudden you realize, I'm pretty sure my skin is melting off my feet. And then you begin to run, and you end up jumping on some stranger's towel because you realize that your yes. feet are literally burning, or you just all of a sudden start, you know, you're doing the cool guy walk down toward the water, and then it's just, I'm way too old to sprint, but I'm going to sprint, and my feet are burning, and it's, oh, God. Oh, that feels so much better. Woo! Well, that sand is hot, guys. And then you do it again the next day. Yeah, because you apparently exact, have forgotten. Exact same thing the next day because the one day you think you've built up a tolerance yeah. to heat. Yeah, then you, you forgot. Oh, wow, that's still hot. Yeah, that's the beach I'm talking about. That Kevin, beach. behind the core, what would be your favorite part of the earth? Um, boy. It is tough to choose, Slim. I think, <laughs> I mean, is the ocean an okay answer? Yeah, I'll give you the ocean, the terrifying, dreadful ocean where you go out to die. <laughs> it's all yours, bud. You can have it. Okay, Slim and I are not going to argue about well, that Well, there one. is no beach 
without thy ocean. Hey, that, that doesn't matter, point. though. I just like the. doesn't mean I have to like the ocean. Yeah, it, hate the ocean. The ocean terrifies me. Here's the deal: the ocean looks oh, amazing. Yeah, from way over here, it is spectacular from way over here. <laughs> yeah, but could you imagine? Otherwise, Jay, that's called a cat box. No, I understand. I mean, yeah, I, I understand that without the ocean, there probably wouldn't be a beach, but I, I, I mean, don't care. No, there is. It's just a place for cats to pee and poop. Uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, who doesn't like that? Uh, I mean, you like sand. I get it. But I always just feel like the sand well, really is only cool because there's an ocean near it. Sure. Although if it was a lake, it's just, I mean, let's let's be honest. I've been to Coeur d'Alene. It's just as awesome. Yeah. Water. That, yeah. Beach. I meant yeah. water was my answer. Water. Water is a good answer. That's that's great. A lot of lakes, streams, rivers, creeks. Uh, you know, I'm most of, of the mountainous. I'm a mountainous of, lake guy. Mountainous lake. Okay. Yeah. Mountainous yeah, lake cool. guy. And very cold. Not only cool, but very cold. I mean, think most of the time. Yeah, and I I got spoiled growing up because we lived in a land where it was. Always 75 degrees or higher, mm. and it was in the Andes Mountains. Some of the big, th- those are some big ones. Emerson Big Ones. Emerson Biggins, I believe, is the actual name of the mountain range that I lived in. Yeah. And the mountains were everywhere, but it was always hot, and there was a ton of little lakes like we have up here all over the place. But since it was hot, they were always a decent temperature, and you always wanted to be in them because you were hot. So that was pretty cool. And, and lucky, because I know if you try that here, you try to get into one of these mountain lakes in uh, this time of year, and that's the last thing you will ever want to do, because yeah. you are going to freeze to your actual core. <laughs> very true. It will be short-lived. Let's just put it that way. My son posted a very cool picture yesterday of something I had never seen before, which was a state... Uh, mm. uh, one of them calls. Uh, map. A map of the United States of America. Okay. And it was a map that then showed the elevation of the United States. So basically what it okay. did was it just drew... So it was an elevation map. That's... Yeah, but it was like it was co- done cool, like where it was just done with like mountains. So different parts looked really high. So it was cool. The Northwest, of course, just all sorts of mountains and everything where you could see it. And then it gets, you know, to the Midwest, and there's really literally just flatness. The entire rest of the United States, except for over on the East Coast, where there's some mountains again. It was just really cool, and it showed exactly how mountainous our area was and the areas around us. And I was like, yeah, that's a cool map. I'd never seen one like that before. The Midwest looks like Bigfoot just stood there for a second on one leg. Just stomped it all down. Stomped it down, flattened it out. Yeah. And then just pulled his foot out of there. He jumped. He's still elevated. He hasn't come down yet. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. That's science, people. Is that what that was? I think so, yeah. I I think that's, uh, that's the current operating theory of why the Midwest is so flat. Okay. Also, science. I asked Slims, Kevin, before you were able to connect, did you uh, stick your head outside to see any of uh, the meteor shower this morning? Because I didn't get to what? see any of it. You were more worried about your own shower. Did you even get one yourself? 
Yeah, I'm good on the shower front, okay. but I am not. Uh, I underestimated that the uh, equipment would just connect like it does every day. Yeah. yeah. Where it takes literally one, you know, one second. You hit it. I'm always amazed the steps that it takes to connect, which is touch button, hit connect, and it's I'm connected to the station. Today, it, it is truly that easy, and Kevin is it's not exaggerating. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's so weird, right? There, usually with things like this, there's a few steps to go through. This one is you just hit. I have my own connection. I hit it. I hit connect. It's there. Right. I can hear the station, and yeah. we're good to go. It's so easy. This morning... I just kept hitting it, and it just kept saying, requesting call. Hmm. I'm like, that's not good. Shut it off, tried everything. And then finally, as you're playing, when I connected, all I heard was a rooster crow. And I thought, well, no there way. you go, perfect timing. <laughs> that should actually be every time you connect. No idea why it finally works. No idea if it's going to continue to work. It, but, would, it uh, would be fun, though, if there was actually a sound, you know, instead of, like, you know, somebody answering a phone, it would just be when it connected, you'd get the rooster crow. That would be that's awesome. how you know. Yeah. You're ready to go for the day. So I'm going to take that as no on the meteor shower? No, I didn't see a thing. I haven't oh, looked outside. Right. It could There could be a foot of snow, and I wouldn't know it. <laughs> oh, then don't look outside right now. Man, you will... Like it. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Will the real Slim B stand up? Hello? 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 Producer Slim. Good morning, guys. Big day for the show today. Big, big day for the show today at 9 o'clock today. Four years after we tried, after trying and trying to get this young man on, four years later, the one, the only. Former Gonzaga Bulldog, Corey Kispert, will be on the show. It took us four years to get him, but we got him. It's amazing. I remember Corey Kispert when he first played at Gonzaga. I had known Corey a little bit before that because he played at the same level of high school as Coop. And they had played each other a couple times. And I just saw I had known of Corey Kispert. I liked Corey Kispert. Then he played for Gonzaga, and I thought, Slim, this is our guy. Mm-hmm. We got to get in with this guy. He's going to be here for four years. Yep. Now, little did I thought he'd turn out to be great. I didn't know he'd turn into what he turned into. But I was like, if we can get in with this guy, it'll be the best for four years. And I would have been right about that. Yeah. Except for for some reason, it became very political and very difficult to get anybody on our show. <sighs> We never got Corey Kispert on the air. Have you but ever you talked know. to him? Like, you know, when he checks in, you're like, got you, bud. We have fist bump before. Okay. Uh, one of the highlights of my life. Is and when, when you say before, like bump. like one time, like, you know, that six times a year. What what do we got? One time. One, oh, one time. Okay. Oh, wow. There was one other time where I walked by him. He was on the bench and... Oh, I was sitting on the the bench. Sometimes when they're shooting at the beginning, before games, uh, like people who work there at GU will sit on the the bench. And so I was sitting there, and he came up and was talked to Lindsay, the girl who works there at Gonzaga. And I was sitting there talking to her, and he came up and he said, "Hey, Lindsay," and he looked at me and he said, "Hey, Kev." And no, I, oh my gosh. stop! Yeah, stop. no, guys. Oh my gosh! So he knows your name. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. That is a game changer. I didn't know. Of course he does, because he's Corey Kispert. Now, we are having him on at 9, and I'm having... We have some fun planned for him, including an intro we have made for him. And Kevin put together... A, an intro as if we were in the kennel. And Kevin, when, we're, when you're normally at the kennel, if, if people have got to go to Gonzaga, Gonzaga for a game, and the warm-ups are going on and then the introductions yeah. begin, how did it normally sound when you would announce Corey Kispert? Oh, you just, you know, like the same thing for all the players. They all get the, you know, their height, where they're from, yeah. their number. Give me, give me Corey's. Give me so Corey's. Corey would, yeah, Corey would just be, you know, a six-foot-six forward from Edmonds, Washington. Number 24, Corey Kispert. Matter, you, like you don't want to go loud okay. right now? No, not really. I'm trying to save my soul for later. So, that was seven seconds long. We decided to make right. an intro for Corey Kispert that has a lot more to it and a lot more fun. It is over a minute long. So, I am now trying to figure out. If we well, play I, him an intro that is a minute and 20 seconds, <laughs> or if I cut it down a little bit so we get more time talking to him, because how fun well, would it be if we just play the intro and get him on and say, dude, thank you for a great career. Have a great one. Gotta go. Here's the deal. I thought about it, and I was like, well, there's no time limit with Corey. It's not we, like- Do we know that, though? Yeah, for sure. Because he's going to talk to us. As long as we'd like. You yeah. say, yeah, for sure. But do you know that for sure? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. there's no Thank there's you, no rules. Thank you, there's Slim. no rules because mm-hmm. he's not being governed by anyone other than a, an agent now, probably. Uh, Mark Bartlestein, in case you wondered. Mark Bartlestein. Okay. But and he what could we'll do say at is... some point, hey, guys, got to go, got to poop. Got to poop. He could use our got to go laxative kicking in. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's because when I did the intro and Slim, I cut it down from three minutes. That is hilarious. I wondered. No. I'm, well, you know, I mean, I just st- started writing a bunch of things about Corey Kispert. And it's very I think funny. I had about 40 things that I had in there. And I just slowly kept trimming them down until sure. I sent you that one. And I thought, well, there's like a minute and three seconds. That, that should be good. All right. Well, looking forward to it. Nine o'clock. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Do you believe that Corey Kispert at night might go into a phone booth and then change into Superman? And f- I do. Kevin James. Who's Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman would be Laura Stockton. Herself. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Corey Kispert on with us at 9 o'clock this morning. In the meantime, audio vaults. Okay, let's talk foods. Boys, have you got creative with any of your food lately at your house? Uh, I did something different yesterday that I don't do very often where I just have... So what I do with chicken is I cook like chicken tenders almost, if you will. I cut them into thin strips. I take a chicken breast, cut them into thin strips, and then bake them. And then take those little pieces of chicken, take scissors, and cut them into little cubes... Put them in baggies or a bowl, whatever. Put them in the fridge and freezer. Pull them out. Put them on salad. It's it's the best. It's like I always call it my $13 salad every time I make one. I go, look at that. That looks like a $13 salad because they're so great. But sometimes I'll just eat the bag of chicken by itself. Ooh. 
Yesterday, I decided to dump them in a bowl. I was out of salad, and Slim didn't bring me any, even yeah, though he said he it. was going to. He's I went to your old big. house. <laughs> <sighs> I hate when I that happens. I wondered about that. Yeah. I should have reminded yeah. you. Okay, well, thanks for trying, bud. Yeah. Uh, didn't have salad, so I just poured chicken in a bowl, and I looked at my fridge and said, what do I have? And I had two sauces that I was going to eat, mm-hmm. either a hot mustard or horseradish and I thought hmm which one am I in the mood for and so I dumped a little bit of hot mustard mixed it on top of the stand just stirred it up delicious so that is the most recent weird thing I've done with food hot mustard on chicken that sounds good that sounds really good I mean I had half a crumble cookie at 10 o'clock last night so also Kevin I did what yeah have you had those no I don't even what, know what is they there are. a place here now? Uh, Coeur d'Alene, Kevin. Whoa, why were you in Coeur d'Alene at 10 o'clock last night? Not any business, bro. Oh, really? What were you doing over there? <laughs> Skinny dipping? I mean, if you must know, you know how much I like beaches. I do like, I, you said that they were your number one thing about the earth. Mm-hmm. And that's a great beach in yeah. our area. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Earth Day Eve, Jay was yep. in Coeur d'Alene celebrating the earth. Congratulations. Quick, quick and dip, what was quick the, cookie. What was the place called? Crumble. Crumble. It'll change okay. your life. Marking that down. I just wrote it down yeah, on a piece of paper that, that I hopefully don't throw away before I remember remember to go there. It's funny, Jay, because now that I think about it, I think I saw that place the other day and didn't even register with me because we had done a story about them yeah. at one point mm. that Crumble was like the number one cookie place in the world or something, and we didn't have one here. Now, is this a story you did on the radio, or is this a story like yesterday where you said you did a story, but Jay, oh, Jay and I can't verify it? <laughs> and they're all the same. Guys, okay. dog on it. It's the stinking audio vault. Yeah, Guys. Come on, geez. let's go. What are we doing? Good night, man. Oh, gee. We had the weirdest intro ever. Hey! Come on, baby! That's a happy song. Hey, guess what? Hmm. People are doing the twist again, boys. People are doing the twist again, fellas. But it's not with their feet. Oh. No, no, no. One of the big hot food items right now and carrying into this summer, as talked about yesterday on Good Morning America, is Twisted Bacon. Apparently, twisted bacon is the new food trend on TikTok. Do a cooling rack on a baking sheet, then twist up your bacon like this. Hmm. And this goes to your oven, 375 degrees, 30, 35 minutes. It was the crispiest and chewiest bacon I've ever had. The crispiest and chewiest. Now, he really does just twist it, boys. The video from Good Morning America, he just twists it like a ribbon. So he twists it. When it's uncooked, and then he... And then yeah, he if you're going to talk about twisting it, let's make sure we're doing this right. Please. Thank you. He twists two pieces together like a pretzel? Kevin, I think he just takes one piece and then just... One piece. Yeah. Grab both ends and twist. Gotcha. A bunch. Twisty, huh. twisty, twisty, twisty. Huh. And then you do the old bacon thing. Baking, baking the bacon. How many twists? Like one, two, three, four? Kevin, so it is twisted, so it almost looks like you could look through it. Like an eye, like a mm-hmm. telescope. I definitely would firm it up. I mean, okay. So you were supposed to twist it, mm-hmm. bake it, chomp it, enjoy it. 
Wait, and is it twisting it then or rolling it? I'm super confused. No, rolling rolling is rolling. Twisting is twisting. Both ends. You're th- between your fingers and your thumb. Twisty, 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 yeah. twisty, 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 twisty. Put okay, it on the so sheet you make on a tight, cooling a rack. Tight Put twist. it on a cooling rack on a baking sheet. Kevin, then, it's a bacon churro. It's a bacon churro. That yeah. is ex- that's a great explanation. And then... And this goes to your oven, 375 degrees, 30, 35 minutes. It was the crispiest and chewiest bacon I've ever had. Is that possible? No, it's not. Well, I suppose chewiest. parts of it that are inside twisted and not getting exposure as much would be chewy. So there'd be and a... the outside would be crispy. So, okay, well, apparently this is like a all churro. the rave. All, is it all the rave or all the rage? Uh, all the, the rage. Rage, rage with rage. a G. This is all the rave. And people are doing it like crazy. So I feel like we need to try it again. You twist it, mm-hmm. Kevin. You twist it. Put it on a cooling sheet on a baking on a baking sheet. So that's a kind of a double whammy there. Yeah. 375 degrees, 50 degrees short of love, 30 to 35 minutes. Pull that bad boy out and enjoy yourself some crispy and chewy bacon. We have to try this. I went down this morning to see if I had bacon. I apparently, apparently I had some, but it had been in the refrigerator too long, and it had either been used when I wasn't looking or been thrown away. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to re-up the bacon and try it this weekend. It sounds like it'd be fun. I mean, why not? Heck yeah. yeah they, they, also, they also said it was They also said it was way, way, way better and does not work on anything besides, obviously, baking it. So don't try to twist and fry. It's okay. got to be twist and bake. Gotcha. Twist so there bake. you go. We got to give it a, a whirl. That is the new thing, the new trend heading into this summer. Twisted bacon. I do like my twist. I like it in the musical form or in bacon form. And there is your audio vault for an Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, everybody. It is the 22nd day of April 2021. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Singing, I think, is way more normal. Yeah. Just making noises thing, I don't know. that. That's something like, you know, Slim's daughter would do. Kevin James. Uh, uh, <laughs> here we go. The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Well, after Slim's, uh, you know, quiz yesterday, which was amazing, by the way, on some of the nicknames of country stars, one of the ones you brought up was Toby Keith, and it made me think, is Toby Keith still the richest country music singer? He has been for a very long time. Yeah, always kind of a weird one, a guy that you don't necessarily think of, but he had some other business ventures and owned his own record label, and that really yeah. made Toby the top dog in Nashville for a long time. Yeah, there was a couple of years where he made $53 million a year, Kev. That's a pretty good chunk. That's going to get you near the top of the list, but he's yeah. not the richest country had music like star anymore. Over $500 million value, right? Uh, yeah, he did. He doesn't anymore, but he did, and that's part of why he's not number one. Want to take a guess? Go for it. I've got the top ten list in front of me with some interesting tidbits about every single one of these people. Okay, well, I know a name that's always on the list, and it's always one I forget about, and then I go, oh, yeah, that's right. She has Dollywood. Dolly Parton. Yeah, Dolly Parton is now the richest country music singer with an estimated value of $500 million, and she gained $50 million last year. Oh, wow. I'm like, how did okay, you gain so $50 million? she is million? the richest overall now. Yep, she's number okay. one. Uh, she was, uh, let's see, here's her tidbit, fourth of 12 children. She's also donated 100 million books to children across the planet. Impressive. That doesn't get you money, but it does get you, you know, yeah, notoriety and, and love. 
let's just face it, the numbers are in her favor as well. As she's been rich for a long time, that helps your money grow. There is only one of the top 10 that's under 50. Oh, wow. Okay. A country star. So I, I would have guessed Garth. That would have been, that's the first name that came that came to my head. Was Garth, Garth Brooks. Great guess. Garth's as number four. Garth's. Garth's number four. <laughs> Picked up 15 million. Uh, he's estimated at three hundred and thirty million. Did the five years in Vegas that helped a little bit? Um, you know, did the Chris Gaines played ma- Major League Baseball? That's your Garth Brooks trivia. Three hundred and thirty. So he's number four. Now you got to think of other um, older country music stars. Chesney. Chesney's a good guess. Chesney had a great run with concerts. Chesney is number seven. With okay. 190 million. Oh, how about Tim McGraw? He does music oh. and movies. By the way, Chesney, uh, one of their tidbits was during Hurricane Irma, he let all the stranded residents of the Virgin Islands stay at his mansion and in 1982 won a best yodeling competition in Switzerland. That's, That's not real. <laughs> That's the best little stat or fact of Kenny Chesney I've ever heard. Best male yodeler competition in Switzerland in 1982. He needs to bring that back on his concerts. Are you his concerts, kidding me? Because that's a big deal. Kevin, All of a sudden, starts yodeling. Yeah. Uh, no Tim McGraw. I don't well, ever get that one because I guess I've seen that before where Tim isn't on the list. And it never makes sense to me because it just seems like he would be. I feel like I never think of this guy as rich. But maybe he has like a horse trade going on. What about the king? What about King George? George Strait oh, is number duh. five. George has $300 million, picked up $20 million last year. George, of course, of course, well known for rodeo. George Strait's trivia is this. He has the world record, I'm sorry, the U.S. record for the largest indoor concert, in fact, in North America. What? George Strait, largest indoor concert in North America with 104,793 people exactly. attending the AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Yeah. Also, I was say, the new Cowboys Stadium, when they first opened that thing, George played that show, and it was such a big deal. And I was like, that, that's crazy to think about 104,000 people at a concert inside. Remember when there were concerts? Um, I do. And this trivia thing of George Strait threw me for a loop. I hope I'm not the only one who doesn't know this. Do you know who George Strait's cousin is? Um, I don't. Slim? I mean, it's got to have... I'm going to assume the name stays the same, so I'm going to guess George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. No. Shut up. No, That's it's not. That's not right. That's not true, Jay. That's what Kenny it Chesney says. Kenny Chesney didn't yodel. This, no, these are not true <laughs> facts. You're being okay. tricked by the internet. Okay, uh, then this will be the telltale sign. It also says Reba. You missed Reba, guys. Reba's on the list. Reba McIntyre's at number eight. Uh, she's worth $98 million. It also says Reba has, you know, 29 studio albums. And right. this, is the, her, this is her weirdest trivia fact. Reba not only had her own TV show and did movies, once dated a guy named Skeeter. <laughs> Come here, Skeeter. Okay, now that does Come check here, out. So it's got to be. Like by marriage, is he related to Jeff Bezos? How, how does it all work? It doesn't go into any details. It just says his cousin, Jeff Bezos. What? 
<laughs> okay, that's weird. Do you think we would have heard that at some point in our lives? But Yeah, I would think too. Uh, I guess just not. real quick, the rest of the list. Paisley's at 10. Um, Alan Jackson's at 9. Made most of his money when he sold his property in Franklin, Tennessee for $28 million. Oh, yeah. Uh, then there's Reba. Then Kenny's at 7. You missed Kenny Rogers at number 6. George Strait's number 5. Garth was 4. Toby was 3. You missed number 2. Shania Twain. Oh, okay. Shania Twain. There you That's go. That's Vegas money, right? That's oh. for sure Vegas money. Also, in case you forgot, Shania Twain had Lyme disease in the early 2000s and had to stop singing for multiple years. Either that or nobody wanted to buy an album. I can't remember. No, I...